Rolling and specific training. It doesn't need to be pointed out so much, but this is the area where injuries are waiting for you. When we hit that certain age, when recovery rates aren't as keen as they once were, then pushing ourselves and sparring is usually where we pick up a strain or sprain. Most injuries you'll notice are usually caused by ourselves. It happens that a training partner can crank something a little hard every now and then, but for the most part, it's overextending our own bodies that creates the tension, then the twang. Here's a piece of advice I now follow religiously. When sparring, or even light rolling, for your first round, go a little easier than you normally would. This is what my professor prescribes, and he's in his 30s. Go the first round in a more defensive mode of training. This is much safer than attacking postures. While in the first roll, please ensure your ego is firmly out the door of the academy and allow your partner to try some techniques on you. You defend the pass, and if you get caught in something that requires it, defend the position. This will still increase your heart rate and give you a workout while sharpening your escapes and survival drills. The next stage is to see how you feel at the end of the roll. If all is well, then stay on for another round. This time attack and defend like a regular sparring session. The previous roll was simply a warm-up with purpose. This time you should be warm and able to feel your body much better. If after the warm-up roll you feel a little stiff or a body part is giving you some cause for concern, then sit the next round out. When the third round comes back, go back in and stick to the defensive process I described in the warm-up round. If this still feels wrong, or a body part is causing you some concern, do not go the next round. Wait and live to fight another day. Yes, you will get less sparring time in, but your body is sending a signal, loud and clear. The biggest problem for most jiu-jitsu students is that we don't listen to our bodies. Last year, I had some plans to compete. It was January, and my buddies and me were looking at the annual IBJJF calendar, trying to work out what would work for us in terms of our schedule. I had been on an extended trip and still felt a little out of shape. This made me push my first tournament back to May, so it would give me plenty of time to train and get my body in tune, plus work on my game. Once I had made my mind up where I was going to compete, I put my training plan together using the calendar system described in Zen Jiu-Jitsu plus the Don't Break the Chain system. First training session was pretty light. Light warm-up, drill some techniques, then roll. Before we went into the roll, we did a little specific training. I was in competition mode, even though it was months away. My ego flared up and my chest puffed out. Not hard to work out what happened next. Moving into top mount, I slid into the S mount and popped my groin. Ouch! Initially, there was no pain. Just a weird sense that I couldn't use my adductors, my thighs just wouldn't come together, closed guard was off the map completely. The next day, I've never experienced pain like it. Walking was difficult. This was lack of warming up and too much hot ego sauce on the session 
pushed me back by eight weeks. Once I began training hard again, the sense of danger in this area made all my positions weak. I began an intensive, read super painful, physio program. This improved things, but I didn't recover fully until June. The tournament that I was so crazed to compete in had been and gone. All my buddies went, not me. And it was the right thing to do. At our time of life, we have a sense that we can power through things. That's how we do it. That's how we roll. It's true. But when the body shouts, stop, please listen. Listen acutely. It will save you months of frustration.